Hi, this is Dave Schwenson, author of The Beatles at Shea Stadium, and you're listening to the Fab Four Free For All. And welcome to another exciting edition of The Fab Four Free For All. I am your moderator for today's episode, Mitch Axelrod. And joining me, as they always do, and I'm so happy they do, are... Rob Leonard. And... Tony Chiguardo. And today we are going to be talking about Beatles post-breakup singles. And we're not talking about, like, you know, Match.com or eHarmony. Um, mm. We are, because Lord knows, <laughs> the Beatles had a lot of relationships as post-breakup singles. Wow. Um, no, but we are going to talk about just Beatles singles. None that of them were released. single at the point of the breakup, were they? No, 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 we're all married. Did you try to prove me wrong? Yeah. Sorry. No, but I just was thinking <laughs> about that. It was, was just like, a joke. Oh, yeah, no, I know, but I just had to it's think. A rumor. Like, you had me actually contemplating in my head. I, being single? No, not being single. I love my wife. No, just if the, any of the Beatles were single. No, they were no. not. Yeah, they were. Anyway. But yeah. that didn't stop them. Well, no, of course. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know. Did you see living in the material? There you go. <laughs> okay. Anyway, boy, did we digress right from the beginning. Yeah. Anyway. We are going to be talking about these singles that were released after the Beatles broke up. We're not going to be talking about solo singles, right. just Beatles as a group singles. And we'll mention Free as a Bird and Real Love at the end, but yeah. those are not really counting because we're talking about songs that are already were in the catalog that were released for the first time right. or re-released or whatever. It's a weird time because things happened right after the Beatles broke up. You know, they released the Red and the Blue, but then 1976, and this is a very big factor in these singles and future releases. In 1976, after April 30th, the Beatles contract with EMI, and also to make a very long story short, Capital, right. expired. And the Beatles as a group and individually were allowed to renegotiate with any record company they wanted to. And, on the other hand, EMI and Capital were allowed to exploit the Beatles catalog, up, including the masters that were delivered up to that point. Right. So, they did. <laughs> I mean, Paul rejoined Capital. Yeah, he stayed with Parlophone and Capital, and John decided to walk away. Right. And George Warner Brothers. Well, Dark, Dark Horse. Dark Warner Brothers. And Ringo. Yeah. With Atlantic. Atlantic and Polydor. And, and Portrait. And, yeah, Port yeah, you know, was, All those other, yeah, Portrait was CBS, actually. Yeah, but, yeah. Yeah, but all the Beatles had gone in separate directions. But the group itself were being exploited by Capital and EMI. And we're, we're really going to focus on singles in the United States. Most of them well, were released well, also. Too, yes. Uh, you know, it's funny because... Most of the singles didn't, or some of the singles matched over the years, but yeah. some of them didn't. Correct. And it's very strange because in Great Britain, they, they got a lot of chart action. Yeah. Which, it didn't happen on, over here as much. Not as much, yeah. but a lot of the times that they released the singles here in the United States, post-breakup, the UK did release the same single. Right. But, but, not always. but in 76, there was a, well, and we'll get to this later in the program for the UK stuff. Right. Because that was a big year for the Beatles singles-wise in the UK. Yes. So, I, and we've realized that we're a worldwide show and that most of you, you know, are in different countries and and you're, you'll always say, hey, what about Austria? Well, you know, I don't know what they did in Austria. But no. just so we are clear, we're going to be mentioning some songs at the end as weird pairings in the United States that were paired in other countries. 
you may say, okay, the, no. I had that single, but and we never did here. Right. So. Well, that, 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 that's something else, too. And actually, if you want to start at the beginning, I didn't realize this until like a couple of months ago. The Long and Winding Road was only released in the United States. It was not released in Great Britain in 1970. I never put, put that together. I didn't know that, honestly. Yeah, yeah. No, it was not. It was released all over that. the world. Yeah. yeah. Not in the but, UK. But not in the UK. And I'm like... What was up with that? I, the only thing I can think of is, and, you know, maybe this was going through Paul's head, you know, Paul's in Great Britain living there, so they don't want to have Paul here. You know, Phil Spector's track. track. <laughs> so, but the rest of the world, Paul's not listening because he's not there. So that's the only thing I can think of. But, you know, how many Beatles songs, at, especially at that time, they were usually matched up usually. by then, by 1967. Oh, yeah, the pretty much after 67, right. So I didn't realize it. And, of course, you know, Beatles won in Long and Winding Roads there because it went number one in on the Billboard. In the U.S., yeah. So. Well, well, you know, when it comes to that whole idea of um, the Beatles being off the EMI contract and, therefore, this, the record label being able to kind of take over, it puts another idea across, too, where and we've brought this up in many occasions, is the artist always the best judge of their own work? And no. the truth is we, like you're using the words exploited, and I understand well, I, why. Yeah. But but where I'm going is that what would the Beatles have done left to their own device? I mean, well, they had we, to do something well, to yeah, perpetuate right. their music. Right. Well, they did do 62 so, to 66 and 67 70. 70. But that was sort of under duress. That was up because it of was, the Alpha Omega. Correct. Right. And, well, we um, and they really weren't involved with a lot of the song choices on that either. That was that Alan Klein's buddy. Alan, um, Alan Sector. Steckler, right. Steckler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, we don't know what they would have done, actually, because they were all so busy. They were also being successful solo artists. That, you know, that, they may have done nothing. Exactly. Yeah. So the truth is, I mean... I know, where, it kept their name out there. How, how else was the Beatles catalog going to stay alive, really? Well, I mean, I you, mean you the know. fact that the solo Beatles were out there still... Charting very well hey, through seventy. Well, remember four. our nineteen seventy three show? I mean, literally, it's like you know, red album, blue album, living in the material world, band Everything. on the run. Yeah, I mean, I mean sure. Ringo, Ringo album. There's yeah. there was such a mind games too. I mean, it was just constantly Beatles or solo Beatles in the top ten. But it still throws you with the idea that it's it's a whole other show. Had none of these post Beatle projects. The thematic projects, right. you know, had these not happened, would the Beatles have still remained as much of a, a functioning entity as they had been? I mean, radio would have kept them alive in a way. Well, I think... Well, they would have been an oldies But also... they would have been an oldies But you know what? The Red and the Blue albums, and we've talked about this, the Blue albums, the ones that gets the airplane now, but like two songs, I think, from the Blue album became bigger... Because they're on the blue and they weren't singles. While well, my guitar gently weeps, and sure. here comes the sun. And here comes the sun is still one top of the most top well, played songs top. on Spotify and iTunes. Yeah. And I think what happened was it consolidated the red and the blue album consolidated Beatle fans because if you, if you didn't have all the albums, you could still get the red and blue and have you know hey those a are good the, choice. Yeah. Those are great to play at a party. Yeah, I got that. No, I'm serious. Is that party again? Yeah, yeah. No, I mean that's really <laughs> the one with the white album really, the, where everybody <laughs> dies. <laughs> but those really were records that we play. When we got yeah. together, we'd play. I mean, they're really the things that got all the airplay right. was the Beatles of Red and the Blue, Spirit of America, and um, uh, Endless Summer. Right. Those absolutely. You know, you know th those were the records that always got play. So and Meaty Beaty Big and Bouncy. Of course. By the Who, of which course. was so. Let's know. just before we even dive into these singles. Since we did mention the red and blue now, I was going to mention this at the end 
as missed opportunities. But should there have been singles from the red yes. and blue? So I think we don't have to spend a lot of time on this, but I don't know because most of it was singles. So no, no, no. I know, I, I, I know there was no. some that weren't. Sorry. So let's just, for argument's sake, I picked from the red album, "All My Loving." Yes, that would, have been, sure. it would have been a great. I know it was released in Canada. And, Very and, early and on, crossed over to America. Yeah, yes, yes, yeah. But that would have been a nice. You could have put the hi hat beginning on right. it, right? But the the question is, do you take one since they both came out at the same time, the red right. and the blue? Do you take one side yep. from the blue and one, and one side, side from the, the red, and, and you make, make a, a single double a. a double A, or do you take one from the red and one from the blue because well, you well, want to? If you're extend exploiting, it out? if you're if you're exploiting, then you do two, right? But or you and, put a non LPB side. <laughs> You put another another put Beatles on, song, the random put, Beatles song that you, you would like, have put like on. Like, I'm down instead of on right. rock and roll music. Yeah, right. that, that, okay, right. that makes but sense. Can you, and again, this is my marketing. Can you imagine a picture sleeve of the, of just a little picture of, like, the red cover? Oh, sure. And then the blue cover? Right. And the, or if you did sure. a single, a, bo- a double yeah, it was called you, you, it was called the Please Please Me EP. It was, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm Thank you, Sean. <laughs> no, well, but the I mean, EP but, is, a, is a different take than the... No, I know. I'm, okay, right, but yeah. I mean... Wouldn't that be cool, though, to have, like they did with Real Love and Free as a Bird in the singles box? Right. You have a red album, blue album, sing picture sleeve with, you know, both. And you have sure. All My Love and Back with Here Comes the Sun. That would have been... See, I would have done All My Love and Back in the USSR, honestly. Uh, okay. I Actually, I think Here Comes the Sun might have been that choice. But both, if you're going to go rock, you know, yeah, keep I mean, it a rock I, and roll I thing. I think I had... Back in uh, the USSR. I actually had... All my love and back with Lucy in the sky. Yeah, I had Lucy in the sky oh, yeah, there you go. and well, that my wasn't guitar a gently weeps. Right. And at that time, with the Beatles have allowed such a wide, wide date wise, you know, sixty three and sixty eight or whatever. Well, yes, you're talking nineteen seventy three. But I mean yeah. again, yeah, okay, the contract expired in nineteen seventy six. Yeah. But did the Beatles even have to sign off on anything really before well, that? I like, don't they know. did. I'm sure they technically sure they did, did, but no, they did they, they no. did they no. No. Yeah, sure. I would think they did. They didn't. Think of the rock and roll album. Well, no, rock no. Roll, 70, before seventy six. Yeah, I know. But ro- rock and roll before music came out seventy six. Right, but they well, they didn't ask the contract had expanded. The Beatles had, like I said, they didn't have any say in the red and the blue albums. That was done by someone else. But where I'm going is, did they did they do that electively because they could have had a say? Right. Did they just? But sign they didn't. Say, right. Steckler just cool. did what he did, and they just went, yeah, 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 whatever, whatever the hell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, John was angry at some of the music choices, right? Uh, because it wasn't uh, mono, like Revolution and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, well. Anyway, but, so let's talk about what they actually did release. Right. So 1976 comes, the contracts are over, and and EMI does one of these. Come on, boys, money time. Kaching. And, yeah, kaching, kaching. The Beatles are still the Beatles. But one more thing about you know the contract ends, but you would think. I mean, the Beatles are still getting paid. <laughs> you know, the contract, yeah, of course. the amount yes. of money royalty-wise, they're still getting paid. So I never understood well, capital why now, they lost the rights to have any say about anything. Because Capital took received creative control, sold creative control. They didn't have or to. Or EMI. Yeah. EMI, rather. And, yeah. and Capital yeah. as the distributor. So 1976 comes, May 31st, we get a single, Got to Get You to My Life, back with Helter Skelter. Now... You might say, "Wow, this that was cool," and it was because "Got to Get You in My Life" was was on the radio all the time that summer. But this originally was supposed to be a single to coincide with rock and roll music, which had come out in June. So it was supposed to be "Helter Skelter" as a rock and roll song. But 
fortunately and they unfortunately, sent out mono stereo promos of Helter of Helter Skelter. Yeah, but they did, and then they found out that the Manson movie was coming out, yeah. and they said, "Oh, whoa, 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 whoa!" It was called Helter Skelter, correct? And they said we have to stop putting it as the a side we're going to put it as the b side and put a nice friendly song yep. and a paul song because guess who's on tour at the same time yeah. paul. paul wings over america and guess who's still not, signed to our label paul. yeah and not doing that song in his concert paul and but here's it didn't the, matter though but here's the other question too he did um, in 79 he... this was right around the same time but it was released may 31st and correct me if i'm wrong because i genuinely don't remember and i only thought of this now so i didn't research what? it when did the Bill Sargent offer come in? Which made around, national... That right around, around, around that same Right, it was. It was and, and, that made, and that made national headlines. Oh, yeah, way off the so 50 think million about dollars. it. think about it. The Beatles have a new single out, and talk about serendipity. I mean, you, you got the movie hitting, and you got some knucklehead offering them $50 million for a one-off right. concert. And, and all of a sudden... So, they're irrelevant. Well, they're not that they ever weren't. But, no, but now but, they're they're but like they're talked about. They're, 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 they're on the cover of People new, ma magazine. Yeah, you know, the fifty million dollar offer. Yeah, they're headline yeah. news relevant. Yeah, so yeah, that's well, huge. And I must say, I've said this on other shows. You mentioned the promo for Helter Skelter. That's the only time the Beatles have ever been billed as Beatles. Beatles. Well, that's because the they asked Yoko. Oh, she said, you know, <laughs> I know Beatles, Beatles. put on record. Sorry. <laughs> Thank you. We just lost the whole Japan. <laughs> no, I'm just. I know. Uh, I know. A, I know. know. Let it be. You know. Yeah. But it is the only time. And if you find the promo, it just says Beatles, not the Beatles. Yeah. That's kind of weird. Yeah. And they also put out a promo. Forgot to get you to my life. Yeah. So it's, it's yeah. weird. A double single had two separate promos for a single. Rather. And and both were mono full downs. They weren't. They didn't use the mono mixes on that. On really. Yep. Yeah. Well, yeah. I guess where would they get them? Yeah, good point. They'd have they, to go they, back and... They'd actually right. have to find the mono masters. Yeah, they'd have to go fish for them at that point, sure. And don't forget, though, sure. when they used... When they did rock and roll music, George Martin was involved. Right. I mean, the album-wise. Right. He, and he did new mixes. EQing. Yeah, I know. EQing and reverse yeah. the channels by mistake. Yes. Yeah, by mistake. Love that. So this single, uh, Wings Over America, starts uh, May 3rd. That didn't hurt sales at all. And this single actually went to number seven. And I remember vividly following the charts right. and seeing silly love songs way up there all the time. And got to get to my life rising every week. And then it stopped at seven. But a top ten hit for a group that was gone yeah. for six years yeah. was great. Pretty and, impressive. And it ended up going gold. Yeah, see, that's mind-blowing, too. I, I didn't realize going gold. I mean, that that's a million copies. Yeah. No. Yes, for at singles, the, at for the singles, time, singles. it was, uh, yeah. yeah. right. You're right. So I was like... Wow, you know, I didn't, I didn't realize it went gold. It, I saw, I actually saw a gold record for it. So that's fake. And then I went to RIA site and I went, oh god, that's not fake. Yeah, it's I, it's it was weird. It's amazing that it just sort of came together with the release of rock and roll music, Paul touring, yeah. and them deciding let's do something with this, and they did. And it was, I mean, it, they must have been dancing all up and down the aisles at Capitol. You know what? The album rock and roll music had that drawing on the cover, a painting. Well, Which was weird. That's but. where, to me, I think that that, if anything, was going to really honk the Beatles off. And I know well, it, it did. did. It they did. hated it. But it was the cover. And, I, you know, they say they were trying to feed off the, the 50s nostalgia. The 50s nostalgia was kind of yeah, but already the, waning the already. Yeah, the cover was not the 50s. It was American the inside. Graffiti, yeah, it was the yeah, Coca-Cola yeah. and the, the Coca Cola and, and Marilyn Monroe. And, yeah. But, you know, the cover wasn't bad. The front cover, the cover wasn't so the, bad. The I liked it. If they put 
beetle pictures inside instead of the yeah man you know, the beetle the, photos inside think, would have been it, absolutely lovely. it would have been you're right i, I agree with because you because i that. i actually used to take my thumbs and I put did it, so. I did <laughs> and put it and the back was really cute you had too much time on your hands i did well yeah. oh, no i had the beetles in my hands yeah, there you go no but you know what what i'm what i'm getting at is not really a rock and roll music album it's the picture sleeve forgot to get you to my life which was a green toned picture of the rock and roll cover which was fine if it's not on the mirror background and right. and I think it actually was kind of cool looking. Yeah, well, mm-hmm. you know, it was a nice it was a nice picture sleeve. Yeah, uh, which is also of course nice that picture didn't match when the record was made in '66. It's more like a '64. '64. Yeah, yeah, it is. 64. And that's the thing about the Beatles. You know, you know, if you're gonna pick a song from that year, should you have a matching picture? Well, from that year? well, what do you yeah. do because you got Helter Skelter on the B side? Right, that's the thing. So. Production-wise, you're not going to put two separate pictures because right. they cost more. Well, so they just did. But it was it was good cool. Good God, that's true. Yeah, right? Think of that. That's right. So then <laughs> November 8th comes, and we get another single from the Beatles. This time it is the Beatles. And it's Oblad the Oblad Da back with Julia, which is great if it was an anniversary for the White Album. Yeah. But right. it's not. No. It's, it's right. the anniversary of nothing. And I was telling Tony... And Wait a minute, I told you just said, when did it come out? November of 76, 76 yeah, right. not 7, or 8. Right, or 8. Yeah, yeah, if it was 8, you say, okay, November, November. That's so yeah. funny. In my mind, I had it pinned to 78 because of the 10-year anniversary. No, it was the 8-year anniversary. I forgot it was anniversary. 76. Yeah, well, right. well they, wow. I, I actually told both of you at separate times, I said, I wrote in my notes here, not sure why released, <laughs> but... This came in a... Did they ever give a reason? I mean, there was a... Yes. Was 76 another... Remastering was seventy six no, no, a label no, change. No, no. no seventy six no. was. Wait, seventy six? Didn't we go to? Well, we went to Orange and Yellow in seventy six, didn't we? Yeah, but that's not no crazy. earlier than that. When did we go to Orange and Yellow? What's Orange and Yellow? The, 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 the color, the labels, the, the capital, capital color. Oh, label. that was seventy six. Was probably. Oh wait, now maybe the orange label. I mean, that orange label orange existed label. before because a couple of the Helen Reddy records and stuff were on Yeah, there. but I think the Beatles went to it in 76. I think they went to it in 76. Best of George oh, yeah, because, right, it. because that's when they Apple was now defined. So now the, Capital took over for Apple. But <laughs> this was weird, and, and I did a whole bunch of checking on the internet because it's always true there. They did it because there had never been a single from the White Album. No, but no, they did it because they saw the success of the single Got to Get Into My Life, and they said, let's put out something else. A Let's very weird put out choice. another song that should have been or could have been could have really been. But, out of all the songs. But what's really know, funny is single. let's let's put out let's put out two songs from the same album and put a non picture sleeve on it. It wasn't a non picture sleeve. No, well it was it matched the album. Yes. Yeah, it, it was numbered. Yeah, it was right. some of them were numbered. And, and people are going nuts white, to get yeah. those low number picture sleeves. I'm like, yeah. really? But there was no album to connect it to. That's the weird right. part. Yeah, there's no but it, it was wasn't a, on rock it was and roll just music, a group right? To right. Connect. Yeah, right. Just... Oh, but I could see if Obla Di Obla Da was on rock and roll music. Right. They, it's the second single. Like if they but took it wasn't. like if sure. they took Birthday off rock and Correct. roll music. Or back in the USSR. Yeah. Or back. You know, that was where maybe you put Ooh. Back in the USSR. Because yeah, Back in the USSR could yeah. have been the second single. Yeah. Yeah. it wasn't. It wasn't. So it was in the UK, which yeah, we'll talk about later. Was, yeah. So that you know, usually release a single to tie to a record. So this this is it like... It was just a random money grab. It was. <laughs> and it went to number 49 in Billboard. Yeah, but it, so, d- it didn't do what it... But that was, no, but that was kind of a failure, though, really, yeah. by oh, no, Beatles it was. standards. Yeah. I mean, that's, you know... But also, they put out promos for this, too. And it's nice because Capital in the 60s only again. had, like, four different promos for the Beatles. Yeah. You know, and, and now you're getting a promo for everything coming out, which was nice if you're a collector of that. 
Right. White, um, white label right. promos, you know, yeah. so they're nice. So then in October of 77, we get the Love Songs album, which <laughs> I thought, I love it. I, I think it's a beautifully I look back done on package. I, I love the packaging. I love the book. Mm-hmm. I love that mm-hmm. photo. Richard that Avedon photo, photo, even though they the changed amazing. it yeah. around. But not everything's a love song. Correct. It's If they call it soft songs. Yeah, every little thing be. is not a love song. <laughs> I mean, it's really not. Non-rock and roll music. <laughs> Correct. You know, yeah. She's Leaving Home is not a, not a no, love song. Not a love song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow. Unless you're singing a love song but to your But a song like Don't Let guy. Me Down would have been... Oh, to me, that's a, a love song. song. That's a love song. Yeah. So, yeah, weird choice. Oh, softer side of the Beatles. Yeah, was, I want you. Right. It was She's the. So it was the, yeah, there you go. Well, well, love songs featuring I want you. She said. Well, it. around the country, I mean, uh, different countries, it was called Beatle Ballads. Right. Ballads is better well, was, than I think, love a little songs. bit later. Wasn't yeah, it was. It was. But still, that was another it was, release. But it was still ballads. But that's, that's love songs. That's a better presentation Correct. of it. Ballad. Right. Yeah, a softer song. It came came out in eighty. Yeah, with that Alan Aldridge cover, right? Yeah, but not not here. Not here. But so yeah, Love Songs comes out, and they say, Bing, we got to put out a single. <laughs> what do we put out as a single? Uh, and they decide they're going to put out Girl. Which is, I never understood the A and B on that single. And Well, the B uh, is you're going to lose that which girl. Which should have been the A. It, well, it should have been the A, but. Yes. I mean, is that maybe why they went, oops? Like, did somebody. No, they scrapped the whole thing. The whole yeah, thing. They, they yeah. made picture sleeves, which I think, again, is really nice, because yeah. it's brown with the. The logo of yeah, the love song, the oval. It matches then, the album. It, I thought it was, re- the picture sleeve is really nice. Yeah. And they did put out a girl mono stereo promo mm-hmm. on black vinyl that if you could find it, it goes for like 400 bucks. There wasn't many of them. Not many at all so. because it was scrapped. But later on, bootleggers, but there were labels printed. Right. The, so the, bootleggers took it and made color vinyls of that. Right. But if you have, just so you know, people, if you have a color vinyl, it's, fake if you have yeah. a black vinyl and you have you're gonna lose that girl on it it's fake yeah. because the black vinyl was just a promo for girl and girl so all girl on girl <laughs> so, <laughs> oh that's why they, that's they why they didn't this. no but that would have been a, i mean yes it would have been a weird single you're gonna lose that girl is definitely not a soft Beatles no, song. No, Or maybe they're just worried great... people were going to keep losing the single. Girl, you're going to lose that girl. <laughs> I got to go out and get a single. Girl, you're going to lose that girl. Oh, I got to go. Damn it, I lost that girl. I think uh, wasn't they got confused they were going to put the Davy Jones version oh, of the girl. Girl, look what you've done you to me. Me. Okay, thank you. But girl would have been a weird... I mean... There are so many other songs that they could have put out as a single if you're from Love off, Songs. Yeah, that's true. I mean, there's so many other nice, you know, songs on there. But anyway, it was it was abandoned, and the girl was abandoned. There you go. Um, I never stopped to look at this, so I'm asking this question randomly if anybody knows or has done the thoughts about it. But how much crossover was there between the Red and the Blue and rock and roll music? And, and there wasn't uh, a lot. Not, not on rock and roll music. No, uh, rock and uh, roll get music back was, I think, a crossover. And I Love Her was Love Songs. Back in the USSR was on both, right? Mm. Well, it was on 67 to 70. So yeah. yeah, yeah it and was. it was. And I Love Her was on a lot songs. of A lot of rock and roll and music, because I don't have the list in front of me. Most of the rock and roll music, a lot of them were covers. Yeah. So you had yeah, Matchbox right. and the Larry Williams stuff and the Chuck Berry right. stuff. So that's a good idea for an album. Yeah. And so um, to me, when they split it up into the two individual records, it lost... Some Later of the charm. on, they yeah, did they, that. They, they did, did that. Sure. Rock and roll music the with cover. a different cover yeah. of the Beatles. It's a drawing, right? Yeah. But the Beatles coming much, into America, you yeah, know, it's a much better. plane, whatever. Yeah, that's a good point. 
Love songs. Had in my few. life was was on, and and I love her, and I love I her. I think that's if I fell. Mm, um, I, I would have liked if I fell as a. If single. I fell was not yeah. on uh, red. Was it? no, no. So, You're right. It's not on there. I I thought it was. So the next thing we get is, well, unfortunately, a tie-in with the Bee Gees movie. Um, <laughs> Exactly. Now, so, why do I have a random release of Ballad of John and Yoko and Old Brown Shoe? Is that just for the label switch? They've gone yeah, over to Purple right. Capital? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that was okay. later on, the Purple Capital. Yeah. They came, this came out in 78. Really? Ballad of John and Yoko okay. and Old Brown Shoe. Uh, it's probably just a random. Yeah, random. but anyway. But the next one is Sgt. Pepper with a little help back with the day in the life. Well, and they, this, there was a picture disc release with that, if you remember. A so. picture disc album. Yeah. Yes, so, of so. Sgt. Pepper. Right. Yes. But why? Because to they capitalize on the movie. Right. Yeah. That's no that's pun intended. Right. right. But exactly. you know, they, I don't think they put out a regular version. I think it was just the picture disc. So wait, the picture disc was seventy-eight, not seventy-eight. Yeah, yeah, the picture yeah. disc yeah, was seventy-eight. Yeah. It definitely right. was. Yeah. yeah, you're absolutely right. I'm, trying, I'm thinking of what store I. Well, because they. <laughs> the, well, I really. agree. I agree. I start thinking. You of the go sto- by what you know, store? Yeah, like, oh yeah, that was opened in seventy-eight. But they did, you know they, they unfortunately they thought the movie would do better. I think. So they've decided, you know Do what? Do better or be better? Uh, the, both. Okay. <laughs> you know what? I think when they saw that the Bee Gees had put out their stuff and worked with George Martin on the soundtrack, right. that, you know, they figured, why not capitalize on it and put out the, the original and say, you heard that, now hear the original again. Right. I mean, it was it was actually <laughs> 11 years. Now here's something you'll really like. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so even though some of the soundtrack was pretty good. Hey, you know. Hey, it's funny. The movie soundtrack for Sgt. Pepper had three hits on it. Yeah, it did. And ironically enough, yeah. one of them being dun dun dun, got to get you into my life right. again. Yeah, with a different Isn't that arrangement, wild? different, totally fire. different arrangement. And come together, Aerosmith. but two years later, that song is a hit again. Right. Oh, darling, by Robin Gibb. And Oh, darling, by Robin Gibb. Yeah, that so. wasn't a hit here. That was a hit in the UK, no, it was right? Like number fifteen here. No, it did hit. Did it really? I didn't. Yeah. I never heard it, but I. I mean, I. I was listening to the top. I 40 did listen in to it. I did hear it. I don't remember hearing it though. But wow. I, I but I will to this day say that Sandy Farina's version of Strawberry Fields, Strawberry Fields is very very good. Yeah, it, it's weird if you pull it apart. Some it, of the music, it works, but it, it's much if you better put it than with if you the put visuals. It together. Some of the whole, yeah. <laughs> well, no, if you put it with the visuals, oh, then it stinks. <laughs> well, why is Carol Channing singing at the end? <laughs> well, and George Burns, but anyway, and George Burns. George, but that, was, George was better at least, you know. He's... But they they actually well, Billy Preston wishes he could have just zapped the whole movie at the end <laughs> instead of just. But the single went to number seventy one in Billboard. Yeah, they also put out a promo for this. It's kind of cool, but the, the picture sleeve I thought was horrible. It was the cover of the album, but just the the just four a, of them. No, no, it that was. was a, oh, that's right. Oh, that I'm saying. I'm thinking of something yeah, that was reduced to like yeah, reduced to like three inches, right? right. Yeah. Instead yeah. of yeah. And, and had a, a yellow border. Yeah, around it. a yellow. Why border didn't they just the, make the whole cover of the whole picture sleeve? Like uh, it would have been really cool. Copyright, Johnny. Copyright. <laughs> but they own it. I don't know. No, I know. It just you have to wonder if they would have had to pay somebody for it. I don't know. I don't know. It just it was a weird. I went out and bought it Someone because in the it was marketing the department. Yeah. Well, you this know what it cool. is? They were pushing the song. So if you think about it, the truth is, if you did make the Sgt. Pepper album cover the sleeve, where do you put the song titles and in what color? That's true. That's I mean, true. those are two of the longest titles. Yeah. And it's yeah, one and song. And it's the busiest cover. Yeah, yeah, so. Yeah. You could so put it yeah, in, it's in like, the Yeah, it's really above. funny when you look at the picture sleeve. It's like, Sgt. Pepper's only ice club, yeah. With a little help from our friend. Then, like, underneath, in the same 
color and size font in life. Because it's like, <laughs> well, because it only no takes room. up half right. of the, no, of right. the no, number of no letters. That, that could be. That's, that yeah. probably is the reason. You know, you're right. It, and it's yellow, so it's stark. And instead of like, just taking the four of them with the drum, mm. they just say, oh, we'll just take the picture yeah, and shrink it. Shrink it. So, yeah. Yeah. No, it's not stark. Starky. Oh, starky. Yeah, I'm sorry. Right. I, I, I apologize. All okay. apologies to Bungo. Bungo. So that was a weird release. But the next release we get... Well, can we can we just throw something in just for the, for yeah. those of you who are, are keeping score? We skip ahead to 1981. You have the whole Capital Blue Starline series. Well, yeah, but I'm not going to talk about repackaging on No, no, no. But I'm just, but that, I'm just throwing these in. This is, this is part of... That is something to think about. This the is Starline still a campaign. Was, this is sort of them, I don't want to say dismissing the catalog, but putting it to another budget line, so to speak. Yes, you know, how precisely. to take care of it. You know, they don't precisely, and also yeah. to make money. Well, you yeah. should release it again right. on a different yeah, color. Right. You're also, you're but, also... but the reason they have that is, is so uh, back then, as we know, they used to have catalog back catalog yep. in the record stores. Nowadays they don't, but that was a way to keep the catalog out there because right. you lower so, the wholesale price right. point by. That's right. You know, no, that's a, no, a good cents. point, and, and that's yeah, you know, that's a very good point because Starline is there. As a budget thing, and it's not so. just that, but you know, we're we are going by which which I understand we're going by like new releases and new yeah. titles or new. Well, it's good to mention it, I think, because well, I know people who collect everything, every every one. But where I'm going to is that from uh, an industry standpoint, these are still items worth note because they got full page ads in in Billboard or go, you know. That, not oh, not look, the re-released ones. No, but but a lot of them did get in the trade papers. There would be mentions. It was a big deal. It was a. There were. It was a mentions. big deal among yeah. among music retailers to know that you were now going to get the Beatles catalog, the singles catalog, for ten or twelve cents less than you had it at. Yeah, is it. now a big deal. Yeah, that's. And just you know. to note for collectors, a bunch of the Blue Star Line labels are incorrect. They say mono with an X here and then stereo. It's not. I mean, you can look it up online. There are lots of websites th- that have I it. I think that all the mono. Stuff was just they didn't care. They, if it said mono, it was wrong. It was fold down of a stereo. If it was yeah, but mono. fold down of a stereo is still mono. Yeah, but it's, it's not, not a discrete mono mix. Right, but it's right. A, right. But it's, a fold down of a stereo is still mono. It's just where it, the mistake would could, be was if you had a mono if you had a, label, right, and it was point. actually stereo. You're right, yeah, but you're right. the, but the thing is, the labels on the blue star line of the incorrect ones were actually corrected. Twice, oh, okay. really? Okay. Yeah, twice. Wow. There were three different labels on some of them because wow. they messed up. So yeah, I mean, and those go for more than twelve cents, by the way. <laughs> I believe that. Because so, again, you got, you know, you got people who collect every variation of yep. every Beatle record. So anyway, you know, I, I always say to uh, my friends who collect, and I, I've mentioned it to you guys, how many have all the Paul McCartney Columbias? <laughs> yeah, know, I'm sure. You know. Sure, and those, those are going for money. money. Yeah, I know, because yeah. he, he only's on Columbia for a certain amount of years. And they only pressed a certain amount like of Like 16 them. minutes, I think. He was <laughs> so right. if we if we don't go to the next single, per se, but we go to the next Beatle promotion, which produced some singles, um, let's just go quickly and say there were some flexies put out in 82. The flexies were, were to celebrate the red, white, and blue. Which, again, seems like something you would have done in, like, 1976. But they didn't. For a bicentennial. Just, you do just, the red, the white, and the blue. Right. They wanted to just promote the Beatles catalog in yeah. Musicland, Discount, and Sam Goody stores. So right. they made three different color promos of Flexies. They were numbered. And were, were those stores all owned by the same mothership? I believe so. Music they were. Okay, Sam that's Goody why. Were the same. Yeah. All right, because I just well, kept thinking. Discount. Discount. 
I believe it was. Yeah. I think. I think. Yeah. Okay. okay. I know musically and Sam Goody. Because right. if you that's why they were able to do that. Yes. If you bought a Beatles album, Sam Goody was in our area. Music right. Land was outside of here. Got right. It. Out, out west, I believe. Yeah. yeah. Now, the, uh, if you bought a Beatles right, and it came with a little flyer, and it said, if you buy a Beatles album, you will get a, a flexi disc. Wow. And they were numbered. So there were three of them. Ironically enough, the blue one had a picture of, you know, it has a picture with the, with the flexi on top of it because it was a square cardboard thing. And the blue one actually had a picture from Magical Mystery Tour with George giving the finger. But no one saw that he was given the finger. And if so, if you go out and buy the flexies, if you want one of them, buy I think the blue one yeah. where George is given the finger. So, and, and we should say that there was a colored vinyl for the red, the blue, and the white album in that year. Yeah. yeah. yeah so, so they did want to promote the Beatles catalog. And, and, and please Eight bear in mind that that before you, if you buy them and you get them. Don't tear them off the cardboard. <laughs> yeah, play them. No, honestly, I know somebody that did it. No, I they a lot that of went home, did. bought two of them, tore them off, thinking it was an A and B side. Uh, and I was but, like, but, no. but you know what? The, most flexies don't come on the cardboard, so that's a no. Point. The card, yeah. But the cardboard yeah. has the picture. Right. Yes, and the right. flexi right. also allows you to actually really play the, yeah. the flexi. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. You actually I have mean, something underneath it. Yeah. we've seen flexies. No, you know, literally, goodness. you know, it's a piece yeah. of. Plastic, garbage, yeah, yeah, like yeah. literally, like a thin piece of cellophane. Or something. Well, that and, and those three flexies. I mean, they, you can find them on eBay, um, but they're they're kind of cool to have. Yeah, because they cool they're they're great songs. Like Rocky Raccoon is on there on right. one of them. So there are some interesting. It, it, it's, it was yeah, the white album is, is Rocky Raccoon, and I just realized this. I have these, and I mean, it's. Rocky Raccoon and why don't we do it in the road? Correct. Yeah, yeah, good. Like, now that should have had the picture hell? of George giving yeah, the finger. Giving the finger, yeah. But he didn't, so. Wow. Um, so then we get a very interesting release. By, by the way, was remember the Heineken promotion? Was that yes. 82? Uh, that, I or think that was later. Okay. I, think that, I thought that was like 88. Okay. Yeah, I, that was kind of, that because, was later. Okay, because I'm thinking. But there was a cassette with that. There wasn't yeah, oh, okay. any 45. Yeah. It's interesting how. No, well, these well, these two things are are connected with a with selling Beatle records where you don't have to do it really. They, well, they wouldn't do it I, later. I on. understand Sam Goody and music stores doing it, yeah, but yeah. not a beer company. Well, they promoted that. If I, remember. I know we didn't have it here, but yeah. so the next release we have is, is kind of weird and very controversial, and we need to talk about it. It's the in March of '82, the Beatles movie medley comes out oh. now to coincide with real music. Now, real music w was significant in the Beatles catalog because Oof. it was the first time there were true stereo yes. songs on it. So as That's much true. as it was That's a cash-in, a yes. money grab, it definitely was a money grab. I have it to was... look this up. Wasn't there a famous New York DJ that re flatly refused to ever play it? No, I don't believe so. I thought there was some... I have to look this up. I thought there was Bill some... Bill Murray the K? New York... Bill Murray the K. <laughs> All eyes are on flushing. It wouldn't be Pete. He'd probably want to talk about it. He'd want to talk about it, but he'd never want to play it. Yeah, yeah. We're going to talk about a new release right <laughs> we now, don't which know I'm why. not going to play. Never play. <laughs> but the, the movie medley was, you, was interesting. It went to number 12 in Billboard, and on, honestly, it went much higher. It went to number 10 in the UK, and the UK, ironically enough, wasn't even going to release this song. No, they were very anti well, they thought this. it, it, they it, thought it, was, it was trash. Yeah. And then they saw it charting in the United States, and they said, hey... Kaching. Now I do have to ask this because I genuinely don't remember. This is post Stars on Forty Five. Yes, yes. It was inspired was by, by Stars. That was, no, that was definitely. 81. But, Stars on 45 but was didn't 81. Stars on Forty Five like number one? 
in the UK especially wasn't it, it went like, here number one it was number one there yeah, it, it went huge. number one it was a Dutch group yeah. and it yeah. went number one and a lot of if places. you actually have the LP version of the song and much they, longer they, it's much longer they, yeah. the single was mostly focused on the Beatles stuff and that's and that was right after John Lennon was murdered so there was a big yeah. sympathy for this type of thing which maybe would have been taken on if, if John wasn't murdered but it wow. was right after John was murdered, and you hear this this cover version of this medley type of thing. It's it's interesting. I, I prefer I, that. I like it. I, I prefer Stars on Forty Five to the Beatles movie medley because well, because the Beatles movie medley, let's they face sped it, it, they slowed it, they sped they, it, they they, it, they did everything. Mostly, they manipulated. The, mostly the, it's an A, except a Hard Day's Night and I Should Have Known Better or G. So they speed them up to get to the A, and then they sort of keep it an A. And and then there's a couple of bad edits with Get Back and it's ugh. just bad. But it, it it's the Beatles and it goes to number twelve on the charts, which is unbelievable. But the video, don't forget, MTV showed yes, the video. That's right. That's and right. that's why it did well too. Yeah. And also the, the video you know, wasn't bad. Everyone who who gets angry at this, which would be me, you know, there are some people who don't like love or, or, or accept love, but they don't accept this. Now mind you, love is much better done. Yeah. But it's similar type of mentality. You know, we're, we're making something into something Right, you're new. mashing up Beatles yeah, songs. Yeah, the, the weird thing about this, and I said it, it's, there are three versions of this single if you're going to buy them. Right. But but the problem too, though, Rob, just thinking about it, is a monkey could have done better edits. Oh, I this. know that. So that's the big difference between someone, it. Someone it's not that love was much better, but their, yeah. yeah. But anyway. The problem is also, Tony, that with the Beatles, you put it out, people are going to buy it. So and I yeah, think well, they took well, it for this, granted this, that they didn't have to edit it great. Well, they, it was wasn't. They took advantage of not editing it very good. I agree, but they figured, you know what, the stars on forty five, people are going to buy it. Right, and right. So, but they, they went with it. They went the, with it. The three song, the three singles for you collectors out there. There is a promo version, all right, and it's it's capital number B fifty one hundred. It's a promo single of. The movie medley back with Fab Four and Film, which was an interview for Hard Day's Night. Right. Owned by Shenson. Right. At the time. Then there's a stock copy of the same thing, B-5100, which was quickly pulled when Shenson threatened to sue. Yes. Because they didn't ask his permission to use it. So if you can find a stock copy of B-5100, I sound like bingo. Bingo. Yeah. yeah don't erase your board. I, I have some promo copies. <laughs> well, promo, yes. It, promos are all around. The stock copy goes for seventy five to one hundred and fifty bucks. Wow! Because there were not. I have one. Thank goodness, I got okay. a late night in insomnia. <laughs> insomnia and a kind of debit card, but I got it for thirty five bucks. I don't bucks. think I have the promo because I, I probably yeah. should get the promo because the promo's got the Shenson. Yeah, the Fab thing Four. On, yeah, on film. On film. it does. Yeah. But the um, the picture sleeve did not indicate promo on the picture sleeve. So yeah. any one you get, you have the same picture sleeve. But then it came out the promo, the stock copy, and then they put out the other stock copy which the one that really sold which is b5107 and that is the uh back with i'm happy just to dance with you right which is actually the second time it was released as a b-side it was released oh, right. as right. a b-side right. of i'll cry and right so. now i have to ask this because again i don't remember i mean i did research for the singles but uh now we've got a brand new trend starting and was this like the first beatles 12 inch single um, yes it was yes it was a, it was a put promo the, version yeah. of, of a 12 inch single which didn't have anything extra on it. It just had a bigger record, basically. Right. It was. Um, it was just yeah. you know why for the it, clubs. But, and, yep. Yeah, but they had um, didn't they have the drum on it? Was no, it, the cover had a reel. Thing? That's right. The reel. Yeah. A film reel. I have. I actually have a promo thing of 
real music that has that. You're right. Yeah. It, has, it was just a, a, a film reel, but the back had a nice picture on the yeah. on the 12 inch. Yeah. A picture of the group that's squished together. One, You've seen it. One thing I'll say about real music, I didn't own it for years. I finally bought it, you know, like for two bucks. I have to say the little booklet that comes with it yes. is very good. Yes, the booklet's good. The drawing, yeah. The, it, no, the drawing's horrible. Yeah, well, the cover is, but it's it's an interesting cover that they include all five movies. If you open it up all the right. way, I was impressed with that, and they had some good pictures from all five movies in there. Yeah, but as a idea, that and the know. mistake copy actually has eight arms to hold you as one of the. You <laughs> <laughs> have that one; it's worth an awful. Now one. speaking of. The picture sleeve for uh, the movie medley, it, mm-hmm. it's nice. It's got the cover of the real music. It's right. still nice. Yeah. In a smaller version, it works. Yeah, I does. think. Yeah. In the large version, so. yeah. no. uh, the it, Beatles it, aren't drawn to size. They yeah, look short. The walrus thing. Yeah, is, uh, a little yeah. weird. But did we miss an opportunity here? Because in 1980, they, they released the uh, Beatles Rarities album. Right. Did we miss the opportunity for a single there? No, because no. most of the stuff... I Am the Walrus was the American version, basically, so you can't use that. Yeah. Penny Lane, that was released as a promo. With but, that. Give but, Us I'm Down as an A-side. No. No, it wasn't what, on Rarities. But would you have... It's not on Rarities? I thought all three B-sides are on Rarities. Isn't Inner no. Light... I'm, oh, no, I'm thinking of... Um, Rock and Roll Music. Was, I'm, no, I'm thinking of the... Uh, Casualties? Uh, the, no, I'm thinking of the, Ra- the oh. Blue Rarities. The Didn't Blue Rarities one? out... Oh, that oh has, the, that, that was the British B-sides. version. Yeah. yeah, that was, part, yeah, that but, was, but you know, that was actually there, a pretty nice No, album. Yeah. what I'm saying is, concept, is, was there a chance to maybe put out a non-LP single from Rarities, like something they would have considered a rarity... And in conjunction with rarities. Oh, no, man. That's, uh, All right. Well, that's but don't pass me by as an A side. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It was the mono. They finally found the mono maker. Yeah. You know, Ron Fermanac, I guess, found it or yeah. something. But I don't know. I mean, they didn't really do anything for rarities. Rarities, when they did the American version, I, you know, I Rarity Cap- sold, though. It did. But the Capitol, they originally were going to put out the version of Tony was talking about, the blue album. The yeah. blue thing, yeah. And, and that's actually a nice, whoever thought that out, the guy from Sounds Magazine. But it didn't work in the U.S. No, it, because it all that stuff had been released. Yeah. Right. But, you know, they have uh, a Long Tall Sally that I'm down, and, you know, they have these. No, it's all good. It, this process, whoever thought out the, you know, the orders, it's a great record. I, yeah. I bought that. I was very happy to buy it. I was, I played so that you want to, we're going to take a break, right? Yeah, let's take let's a break. Take a break. Uh, all right. So, take a break. Uh, and we will be right back after this important message from your sponsor. Hey everybody, it's Tony Chiguardo here with your chance to win a copy of the Paul McCartney 7-inch Record Store Day 2019 Black Friday picture disc of Home Tonight back with In a Hurry, limited to only 12,000 copies. And you can get one by sending an email to fab 4 free for all at AOL.com. That's Fab, the number four, free, the number four, all at AOL.com. Get it to us by March 1st, 2020. And in the subject heading, put McCartney single. And that will give you a chance to win your copy, courtesy of our friends at Capitol Records. Thanks for listening. And we are back talking about Beatles post-breakup singles. And the next thing we have to go to is a another abandoned project. The Beatles were going to put out the album Sessions. Well, hold it. No, no, we got a couple Uh-oh. other things here. Do we? Hold on, hold on, I'm in. Oh, I, you, um, I, I wasn't going to go with the Love Me Do's. 
Well, no, that's that's the British, really. Well, well actually, no, it was they did it here too. Yeah, but true. but again, we talked about it and in the beginning. Twelve inch, also. But we did say in the beginning that these are really going to be songs that were unique, not, yeah, unique. Yeah. But this was, you know, pulling it, putting a picture sleeve on it, making it. A, yes, you know, in nineteen eighty two and ninety two. Yeah. Also, I feel like even though you're right, I mean, we do want to talk primarily about things that were new things as singles, but this is an anniversary event. Mm-hmm. So they did this as an anniversary. We Correct. talked earlier right. about well, we, you know, that, pulling that, anniversary. That's, but. that's the British thing. We, we, we're going to get to Yeah. That. But one, two things I'd like to toss in again back to, for the people who have to have everything, Collectibles Records gets their hands on the rights, question mark, to use the um, the Lingasong, Belafine, whatever yeah. it was, yeah. uh, live at the Star Club Hamburg. So they put out pretty much all of the Star Club tracks on 45s. Yes, yes. Some yeah. of which have pretty neat, Picture sleeves. Uh, I always thought um, they were kind of cheesy looking. They're, 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 they're cheesy, they were... but there are a couple that are fun, just the shots they decided to choose. Also, and this is the idea of, of semi-legitimacy because of what it was, but th- this was one of the ones that made me go, huh? I had it. And gave me the excuse to go out and, and buy, buy a, a skin mag. Yeah. <laughs> but We Magazine... Which uh, was a porno which magazine. Was a, which, a, which was a which was a a, a, a skin a, a, for connoisseurs of of the of female of. <laughs> well, let's put this wow. way: Playboy's up here, then you got Penthouse, and then we is like down <laughs> yeah, here. Like, then you got Hustler, then you get yeah, Weez. Hustler, and then, then Hustler, Hustler laughs at we. Let's put it that way. <laughs> Hustler laughs at we. Wow. I was still young enough to enjoy right. we. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. Always but, enjoyable. Always oh, yeah. enjoyable. Oh, but, yes. um, I could laugh, but wow. <laughs> uh, but we digress yes, in yes, a big yes. way. Uh, but it had it had a uh, an interview with um, Pete Best right. in that episode. It, in that episode. In that episode. In, in that, that issue. Magazine. In that issue. And Linda Blair. And um, it yes. also you had to mail no, in. You had to mail in uh, five bucks. A I slip. Think. And no, it was not five bucks. It was something I, like it was. It was pretty. Cheap. It was something it was like dollar. a buck fifty or. or I remember mailing in and buying it. it. But you I had did. to mail you it did. in, yeah. and you got an I, EP. I mailed in. Okay, I didn't know that. I, and I spent the rest of my life looking at Linda Blair. <laughs> yeah, she and, made my head spin. And nice. And and you got an. <laughs> but here's what was weird. You got a double sided EP promo, promo with the same two songs. And yeah, but it's. It's promo. Was yeah. that the Decca? Yeah. 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 So, so you Deca got Like Dreamers, Dreamers Do, do yeah. and Love of the Loved, and flip it over, and you got Like Dreamers Do and Love of the well, Loved. We can only afford two but let's be Let's be realistic. This is the very first time that two are John and John Lennon, Paul McCartney originals yeah. are on a 45. Right. Are on a 45. Right. Right. And it's not on Capitol, and it's, you know, and there would be a whole bunch of legal stuff. It's on stuff Wii going Records, on I believe. It's on Wii. No, it's on Backstage oh, Records. Wow. And it comes with a, 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 what do you call it, a BSR-1112. Well, also, there was, so. a, um, and I'm not sure if it was released here, but I did buy it here. Um, there was, a uh, from the Decca tapes, there was Searching. Oh, those are Decagon? There was a Decagon singles. No, no, not the Decagon. This was, oh, there yeah, was a I three remember song. This. There, was, there was Searching, yeah. Till There Was You, and Money. Yes. And yeah. I, don't, I don't remember the label. I bought it here. I, it was I'm also sure. on Backstage, I yeah, believe. Yeah, so... Um, no, that, I remember so. that, but that's not you know those those songs are well they're dubious. You know what? Yeah. They, they're they're on the gray market now. Yeah, because, and yes. there were there were three there were three picture discs, and there was um, a picture disc. With, it was a drawing or a picture but, of, of them and uh, it. The yeah, but public. backstage did three picture discs, all of which were quite pretty. Which one was um? And these were U.S. Uh, like Dreamers do A side, Three Cool Cats B side, Love of the Love A side, Memphis B side. 
and then crying, waiting, hoping, take good care of my baby, A and B. Right. All pictures, seven inch picture discs on backstage, small hole. Right. So anyway. The Wii one, I remember, you know, when I got the record playing it, it was different. I, I'm not sure I knew at that point much about the deck. Well, maybe I did. I didn't. All I knew was I had that bootleg with that horrendous version of Love of the Love yeah. up to that point. Wasn't that on the Decagon and, stuff? Uh, no, was it was, around? it was, I think I, I don't know if I had the Decagon single yet. Right. I had that on some horrible boot that, that you know, it sounded like it was taped yeah. down the hall. Right. You know, so to drop the needle on that and hear it clean was like, whoa. No, and then we should also say, as long as we're talking about all this stuff, in 83, because it's right after that, the House of Guitars in Syracuse, New York, put out a blue flexi, which is very rare right now, only a thousand copies. When you bought a guitar um, in or any instrument, um, it was like the German medley where they had Liebdecken, uh Come Give Me Dein Hand with some Chris, with 63 Christmas message. And wow. th that was the flexi. Nope. It's very rare now. Yeah, so that's, that sounds like a if you could find oh, it was unauthorized. There, yeah, it, it had capital on it. Yeah, there was I know, I know. also in uh, in 1983, and again, this was also on Evatone, which is weird because Evatone didn't like to get involved in gray area stuff. But there was a, an issue of the Beatles Complete U.S. Price Guide, which came with a flexi two songs on one side. Of till there was you and three cool cats yeah. from the Decca sessions, so the, that stuff the, got around. That stuff that was getting around, yeah. Yeah, that got around. And, and if you think about it, from what I've read, the Decacon is probably the closest to the original tapes you're going to hear, at least at that time, mm. because later on some of it got re-edited and oh yeah, and, and a lot and, of yeah. and remixed a little bit, even though they're mono. It was, you know, there, there was a lot of differences well, that now at least circulating among collectors right. you can now get the whole thing right uncut and finally at the correct speed right. yeah, was, speed at the correct speed is issue. important yeah, it was a little faster yeah. than it should have so been so let's get back to legitimacy yeah well don't <laughs> call it those are kind of legitimate because they are kind of legitimate. capital yeah. i mean that would have been the beatles really trying yeah, to stop they it. didn't own it they didn't own it yeah and there was like okay who owns the deca tapes who owned the chiefs yeah you know but <laughs> yeah. you know there was that in the same the star club now we find out later on who owns them? And that's yeah. Apple. Yeah. So now they do, yeah. Right. But uh, getting back to legitimacy, the Beatles were going to put out an album, Sessions. Right. Hold it. There's a song before that. There was a reissue of I Want to Hold Your Hand in yes, 1984. Sorry, 84. Again, and without the, reason, the cigarette. Without the yeah. cigarette. And that's, you know, that was a change because in 94, they put the cigarette back, back. in. Back, yeah. That was for the weird. 30th anniversary. Oh, I thought they had a joint in his hand for the <laughs> It was the rare Delmonico edition of <laughs> the... Um, they were, sorry. They were just you know adding on to it, you know? adding on to it. Yeah, uh, yeah, but that that was the eighty four right. was the <laughs> now he's vaping. On the <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> oh, the two thousand twenty four edition. Paul McCartney's no, now vaping. He's, now he's got the oxygen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> so you're right. So, yeah. So they that put was that out as, uh, you know, as a, a I, they didn't really chart much, but uh, that was a, that was you know changing a little history there that they took out the cigarette. Now, mind you, they've done that since the real love yeah. single. He took out the cigarette. Yeah. As There's well. two. So John's cig uh, cigarette and, and Ringo's, and then on the inside, no, on the inside of the rubber soul book, you see the same picture, and they have the cigarettes. Yeah, yeah. that's it's weird. <laughs> and also in 1983, um, back to them dropping prices again. Atlantic Records dropped the price on the "Ain't She Sweet, Sweet Georgia Brown" single. Yay! So, Yay. Yeah, and there was much rejoicing. <laughs> yeah. But mm. the single that was going to be pulled from Sessions 
Poor Mitch, we keep interrupting him every time he goes to talk about the single that was in... Hey, Mitch, what was that single they were originally going to put out from the aborted project for Sessions? So let's go to the summer of 86. <laughs> no. You may slap him. I will. Yeah. Thank I was you. just about to Ow. Ow. Not me. Um, anyway, but I liked it. Um, no, so, Leave My Kitten Alone, right. which um, was going to be on Sessions' album that was heavily booted everywhere right uh and the beatles got wind of it they were going to do their own album sessions and the whole project was scrapped for legal reasons but again just like with girl and you're gonna lose that girl they made up picture sleeves which are really nice picture sleeves i like them i like gorgeous and it was going to be leave my kitten alone backed with obla di obla da Uh, obviously the reggae version you know right it was all planned but scrapped once again but we got a nice picture sleeve that was found in a warehouse. Of course. Uh, of course it was, warehouse, warehouse finds. But uh, prior to that, Tony just reminded me that um, for the I Want to Hold Your Hand, it was the put out anniversary. as a, The yeah. 20th was put out as a um, monostereo mono promo. Yeah. And the label actually says something to the effect of, this is the first time a stereo issue on a single. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which So it's kind of a cool promo if you could find it. And right. they are available yeah. on eBay. Not that expensive. So that's an, a nice one to have and just th- in case. And just think about Leave My Kid Alone. It actually was thought of coming out right when John Lennon was murdered. And then they pulled it back because they thought it might be, you know. Tacky. Tacky that they were making money off it, even though God knows how much money was made. But this was 85 right then. Right. Then they waited till sessions and then. And, and then, interestingly you know, enough, yeah. it was shortly after this that, that Elvis Costello recorded a cover of Leave My Kitten Alone right. for the Kojak Variety album, which was shelved for right. a couple of years. So this song, and I'm and we know Elvis is a big Paul, a big Beatles fan. Um Elvis, I'm sure, had heard the sessions he bootleg had to, he had to. and went, "Wow, what a great song!" And bang, and then "Leave My Kitten Alone" is on. You well, know, it's, it's like, and then that didn't come out for a couple of years. So you know what? Years. It's a freaking haunted song. It's a haunted song. <laughs> and of yeah. course, Marshall Crenshaw heard the Beatles version of "Soldier, Soldier of Love. Love" and said, "I'm right. recording that yeah. version." Yeah, and so. you know what? It was it was good. He yeah. on his debut album. Yeah, it was. really good. So then we go to the summer of '86, and ah, uh, the summer of '86. Yeah. Not 69. You right? Yeah, I'm sorry. Really nothing happened in the summer of 86. It just was kind of fun to uh, Uh, graduate. So the summer of 86, we get two movies that feature Twist and Shout. We get Ferris Bueller's... Bueller. 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 Ferris Bueller and Back to School, which came out like two days after Bueller. And both of them... Another good film. Hey. It was a good film. Well, back to, film. back to School had Rodney's version of Twist and Shout. Yes, but it's... Hey, Shaking a yeah. baby. Yeah, but... And right, and hey. Ferris Bueller, hey. Matthew Broderick was actually lip-syncing to right. the Beatles version. Right. And it's a great scene in the movie. It is. But, Would have been cool if in the middle of Ferris Bueller, Rodney Dangerfield came out and did Twist and Shout. And I'm sorry. It's been weird. <laughs> but one thing about this version... Sessions? Um, <laughs> it was the first time it was released on Capitol because it had been released on Tolly. had the same B-side, There's a Place. Right. Oh, wow, I never thought of that. And this is part of the reason why Apple sued Capital and and EMI, because if you remember in the movie, they put that horn arrangement over it, which really you sort of have to do because there's horn players there. There's a marching band there. But they didn't ask the Beatles. And that led to that lawsuit in 88, I guess, when they basically won control of their catalog, where you couldn't do anything without the Beatles saying so. And then you stop seeing everything released for a while because a long time because they had the control and then they had to figure out how to do it and it took them a while 
and then the anthology starts to kick in. But this was the song that led to the lawsuit. Interesting. So it, it's it's funny that a simple release in a movie, right, with an overdub of horns, which actually is a great arrangement. Yeah, this one. But this leads yeah. Apple saying, "Girls hey. backflipping." Okay. Yeah, yeah. And, and then Apple says, "Well, you know, guys, it's one thing to release the medley." It's another thing to re-release other things that we've already been released five times, like real music. But you're adding to our music now. You added stuff we didn't. Well, they added you. in the movie, not on the record. Right. They didn't release the, the, that version. It was the regular version. Right. And there was no the soundtrack. Well, there was no. I don't think there was a soundtrack where it was on. It was no, just I don't the think single. it was. But that's what pushed but, off. But, but here's what I didn't understand, though, and this is where promos make my head spin. And I know the idea of a promo is here, but. I graduated with my broadcasting degree right around this time. Were DJs so stupid that you had to give us double A sides, both stereo? That was a like we were were we that just was, that dumb? They had to go. I don't see the star. That's the plug side. No, but a lot of two, like a lot of people don't know. A lot of people thought that that meant that the record company was promoting this song specifically. And they didn't want there's a place or whatever other yeah, version but, like but to that. But to not even bother putting mono stereo, and right, put a right, double right. stereo. Yeah, well. Just but, put out a one-sided single. We're going to know not to play the other side with no grooves on it. But, <laughs> you know, honestly, I mean, wow. But that promo, out of all the Stupid. promos released yeah. in the 70s and 80s, the Twist and Shout Capital White Label promo yeah. is the rarest for some reason. Well, because it's stereo stereo. People were just like, what and, do I need this for? And Probably. Also... It went to number 23. Yep. And it was heavily promoted in stores. Yeah. There were banners that, that showed the picture of the early Beatles album. Oh, really? Yes. Okay. Cool. It said that. now on Capitol, right. the early Beatles album, and it showed that again, and I guess it was, you know, it pointed it to the Beatles catalog, so it helped sell it, but... But you know what song was going against it on the chart? Press by Paul McCartney. That went to 21, I think. It was literally But, I, but it's so time. funny, because that's sort of like a... Talk about an apples and oranges, no pun intended. I mean, even though even though they both have Paul McCartney on them, yeah, yeah. it's like twist and shout and press. press yep. If you played those randomly to two people who didn't even, know the Beatles, yeah, they wouldn't you, even have a remote right. clue that there that, was any, that it was a, right, yeah that somebody that, in the group. And, and, right. and this release, and one more thing, besides yeah, being yeah. seen in the movie, and it, it, but this release, this reissue, sort of, if you go to a party now. This, people will do the ah, oh, yeah. absolutely. But they didn't really do that before this movie, and then the, the tie with the re-release on it. I think. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm not sure about that? I'm not sure. I, I, Maybe, I but so. But this was yeah. also on the uh, this release regular release. Now the label had switched to the album Rainbow label as a single. Okay. So now you had right. the black label with the rainbow around color it. Yeah. So yeah. Rainbow I have color one of those yeah. and I have a white one, you know, a white label too, so. Just without white label? Yeah. The promo. Yeah, promo. Yeah. And those those are rare. So nothing really came out again. Well, now, they won their rights to right. the they won their rights. Catalog. Real quickly, a label called Topaz put out Beatles press conference, Seattle, August twenty first. Yeah, but that's yeah, but that's like a boot. That's a no, no, no that's again, not a boot. It's not a boot. It's but a it's press not, conference. But it's so. not. You know, that's no, it's not music. But it did come out. It was there were a lot of press conferences. With, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, not the, on the, singles. Well, no, you're right. Not on singles. Not on but singles. during the eighties, there was a label called Psychedelic. Psychedelic. Yeah, they put sure. out like five or six. Sure, but this was this might have been like the first single of a press conference that I ever. Okay, maybe. So you know, I mean, you KYA talks. Yeah, there were a lot in the city of Miami, and yeah, yeah. But uh, the next thing really was Beatles tied to a non-Beatles film, 
1994, you got the Backbeat movie, and there was a promotional EP put out of my Bonnie, the Saints, Ain't She Sweet, and Cry for a Shadow. And that's the originals. That's the originals, and it was promotional only. The cover had the picture of the Mercy Beat newspaper. Right. Uh, Okay, you're right, yeah. And the back had, you know, the movie stuff. Right. You can find it out there in eBay land or auction land. It is kind of cool to have just because of the the cover, the picture sleeve. Yeah, it was a a nice promo. It was a promo. It was a good promo, but... Yeah, it was uh, a nice promo. Other than that... Um, We could also mention the fact that uh, the end of 1993 started... The campaign from uh, Capital SEMA Special Markets, which was the uh, the jukebox. Well, that sales. was really ninety four and six. Yeah, well, was, but ninety ninety three end of ninety three was the first one was birthday and tax man. Right, it was the launch of it. Right, yeah. and there are, uh, we're not going to get into all of that. But if you got yeah. if you have birthday and tax back with tax man on black vinyl, it's worth a thousand dollars. Yes, yeah, there were only like uh, very very few of those. Yeah. then they released birthday on I think green vinyl. Yes, or whatever. So I mean, so yeah. that one's. Not as rare, but... But this is another idea that I have a question when it comes to promotion and publicity and whatnot, and that is that it's 1993. What's going on with the idea of doing jukebox records in Uh, 1993? I'll tell you exactly. During that time, CDs are taking over. Not every bar has a a A CD CD jukebox. Right. A lot of the, especially in the other parts of the country, lots of 45 still are needed for those jukeboxes. Wow. So they said, okay, we're going to have jukebox singles. Though they weren't meant to just be sold to the jukebox people. It was yeah. meant to be sold to us. Yeah. It, was, it was a marketing yeah. thing. But it was also CD jukeboxes are nice. But you know what? I always loved the jukebox with the 45. Yeah, absolutely. Because it's the B-side. Yeah, yeah. It was jukebox, always the B-side. Jukeboxes are defined by records for me. But I, yeah. I guess the other thing, too, is that by now, sort of the Beatles catalog, I think, is sort of ingrained in people's heads. So right. now... When you have these sort of, oh, I guess what you consider obscure songs, right, on A's and B sides of 45. well, there were there were some differences and some the same. Like, yeah, uh, a hard day's night was uh, released as part of this, but the B side was things we said yeah. today. Yeah, birthday taxman was, you know, that's a nice little thing. Yeah, yeah, and don't forget these are all on different color vinyl. Right, uh, clear, here, red, purple, here comes pink, the sun or... with octopus's garden. You've got to hide your love away, and I've just seen a face. Right. I want to hold your hand. Gets its original B side again. Yeah, this, for America, yeah, right. they for get America, this boy. This boy. Magical yeah, Mystery cool. Tour and Fool on the Hill. Right, that's right. a great one. Norwegian Wood and If I Needed Someone. And if you have that one on green vinyl, that was only released for a thousand copies. If you bought the anthology from Collector's Choice Music, right. So if wow. you bought that, you got a thousand copies of that. That's worth like eight hundred dollars. So, right. Uh, but then they released it also on on other yeah. color across the universe and two of us. Yeah. And, Lucy and, in the Sky and When I'm 64. Right. Yeah, that's wow. kind of fun. And It's All Too Much and Only a Northern that's, Song. That, that's, is, that is incredible. Yeah, yeah, I have that one. That one's fun. That, that is, one's great. That, that is one. like, but so, also, uh, that's there, a thought out process. Here, there, and everywhere. And, and Good Day, Day Sunshine. sunshine. Is oh. real, and Here Comes the Sun, like you said, Octopus Guard. So those were kind of cool. But the idea, too, uh, that you know you bring back, Got to Get You Into My Life and Helter Skelter, the recently, like, Twist and Shout, There's a Place. Um, Most of the others were what had been yeah, released Yeah, Let prior. It Be, You Know My Name. Yeah, you just know. on different... Co- right. Sergeant Pepper Day in Life. So, yeah, so they, they did repeat some of the... You yeah. Know, and, and, and this is a way of keeping the catalog live. You know, still they were still back catalog sold at record stores yes. in 1994 oh, yeah. and into 1996. I bought a lot of these. You know, and, and Paul had some stuff, too. 
Paul uh, did a, you know, a bunch like of them on white, yeah. Yeah, yeah, the white vinyl looks fantastic. Yeah. And he did the live version of Things We Said Today. Right, that was the only place to get it on that. Yep, on, uh, on the white vinyl. Right. On Capital Purple Label. Yeah, so. For jukeboxes only. Was, they weren't promos. Yeah, it was an interesting little concept because. It was on SEMA Special Prize. Right, SEMA, that's right, SEMA Special Prize. Because it's, it's like, there was a lot of singles. You yeah, know, there, there was, was 36 a, of them. Yeah, that's a lot. For the Beatles and yeah. a bunch after for like, you know, and a bunch of people started putting them out, you know, like after that, like Ringo even had In My Car right. on orange vinyl, right. you know, on different things. So there were, people started following And, and, and by the way, for those who don't know, colored vinyl, there's no uh, loss of quality. It's no. a picture disc. Yes. Right, where you have well, they, the pictures of that time. Oh yeah, now they're yeah. okay. But yeah. Now they're fine. Now they're but, if it's orange vinyl or green vinyl, it's the same as black vinyl. It's yeah. Just, you know, it's just... Right. It sounds just as good. Yeah. yeah. So it's Absolutely. Sort of Although the clear vinyl always freaked me out because you, uh, you put it on the on the mat and it, it like disappears. <laughs> Still matte. Right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But, I didn't I didn't buy all these. I wish I had uh, because, uh, you know, there was... there was. There was a place by us called Don's Records. Right. And he had all of them for two bucks. Me and Joe Fernandez used right. to go. Our, my buddy Joe at the time. Our buddy. Our know. buddy. Yeah, right. We are... We... Um, we went and just every time they came out, because they came out in different waves. Right, they, it was waves, yeah. yeah. That, and that was the problem. You wish they, you know, you go into all thirty six, yeah. And they weren't like overpriced. They were no, just they regular were like, price. I think they were two or three dollars. Yeah, it was, it was regular price basically. Right. I got mine at Sam Goody's. Yeah, really? they, yeah. They had a whole bunch of them. I, I remember walking that. in. I didn't even know about it. I'm like, what is this? Well, Goody got it. Yeah, I'm like, oh, look at, look at this. So, <laughs> and the next thing we get to is when the live at the BBC came out. Right. Uh, after it came out in March of 95, we get an EP on Capitol, on Apple actually, uh, of Baby It's You, I'll Follow the Sun, Devil in Her Heart, and Boys. Yeah, and this yeah. coincides. It went to number 67 in Billboard, but it went to number 7 in the UK, which is kind of weird considering how well the Live at the BBC album sold here. Okay. Uh, I thought Maybe It's You was a, kind of a weird choice. I wouldn't have picked them. I, I would not have. I would, I would have done Soldier of Love. Soldier of Love. Totally. Easily. And that would have been sit down, unique. Cry and, you know, sit down Anything, cry really. You, you know, uh, but but Soldier Bella. of Love, yeah, Soldier of Love would have been the easy single. Yeah. And they, they chose Baby of Two, they put out a video, and it was well, like, I, the video I, I was think okay. the problem with this was they, they made sure each Beatle had a lead vocal. Correct. And instead of picking the best lead vocal, they just picked one, I guess, not to right. offend they could have picked Soldier of Love, which yeah. is John, yeah. and Baby of But then if you John. did that, then you got to get a better Paul vocal and a better George vocal. I don't think so. I think that the lead, though, was Baby It's You. I yeah, mean, that was because the lead they did single. the video. Yeah, so, that was the lead. You know, single. so I think if they would have chose Soldier of Love, that would have been amazing because we hadn't heard that before. I'm not right. hadn't heard it, but uh, it wasn't officially released. Right, and it was nice quality now. Right. So, and then of course, uh, Free as a Bird in Real Love. After that, yeah. yeah. I mean, the only thing I will say is that in 2012 they put out again the 50th anniversary in the UK, but of Love Me Do, and they messed up because October 5th they were supposed to put it out. And it came out, and it was quickly recalled because, by accident, they put out the Ringo version. And right. No, I'm sorry. They put out the Andy White version. They wanted to put out the Ringo version. And the Andy White version came out, and it was recalled. And, and if you have it now, it's, it's very rare because most of the others were supposed to be destroyed. I did buy it. And then two weeks later, they put out the Ringo version. So if you have it, there's two different versions. You won't be able to tell by anything on the label or anything right you'd have to play it but Duh. yeah i know but if you do have the ringo version i mean the uh, well, yeah, well they got right andy, andy white version, version? Yeah. <laughs> right if you do have the the andy white version though that 
was supposed to be destroyed. So yeah. just something for collectors. And one more thing about Free as a Bird and Real Love, because there was an EP and then a 45 of that also. Right. Um, well, well, a CD EP. C- yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. Yeah, CD, right, CD right. EP. Yes, for not, yeah. not a vinyl Not EP, a vinyl point. EP. But the singles box set, which was one of our last shows, yeah. they put them both on a you know, double-A side with each cover right. being merged Now, together. was that the only way that you got a complete Christmas time is here again? It wasn't not complete. complete. It was just well, but it was the long. But is is that longer than anthology or is it the same? No, uh, it's, well, it's just a it's not on edit. anthology. Christmas. So time. it is. So it's right thought. It's, that's it's, the only place to get it. Yeah. Right. Is yeah. it on LPB side? Yeah. Right. Okay. So, but it's it was interesting that they took Real Love and Free as a Bird on the singles box and said, okay, we're gonna put them together instead of having the separate one. But there's also a, they're showing some love into um, Babies in Black becomes the B side of that live. The live. Oh, that's right. That's the live, live version, that was, that's which right. we didn't get. The Hollywood that's Bowl, right. which that's which right. was not on right. the on Hollywood Bowl album. Right, right, right. Yeah. Was so, it? No, it wasn't. Uh, I don't know. No, I don't think it was. So we did get that, and and then they also had the. The uh, remixed here, there, and everywhere flown right. in, you know, on, on uh, the, the demo CD. flown into, uh, yeah, the in the CD. Demo there. vocal and then the. Yeah, because we got vocals. Christmas Time is Here Again on Fraser Bird and right. Babies in Black for the 45s. Yeah, so. Um, the CD. So, yeah, those. There. Those singles went Bird number six, six and, and ten. Eleven. Yeah. Eleven, sorry. Yeah. And they both went gold. Yeah, they, they sold crazily. They, they get, did. They didn't get any airplay. But they did. Um, Freezer Bird did. Freezer Bird a little bit. got airplay more in the UK. Yeah, but not I was here. there when it was released. It was yeah. crazy. I remember I worked at a radio station and my program director goes, I really don't like that version of Freezer Bird. The next day he wanted to play it on a show. Yeah. And I, I said, well, it's a good song. He goes, yeah, he never played it. Interesting. Now, after so, that, you know, I won't, we do I won't get, name your name. We do get record store date stuff and we get. Target stuff, right. but it's all re-releases yeah, of other stuff. Yeah, yeah. But at least they're doing it. At least that's out there. Yes, you right. know, for yes. the collectors like us and other people, it's a nice thing to get. Right, and if you want to get the Do- Camp on Me Love sleeve and not pay five hundred bucks, right, because it was only released on the East Coast, two thousand copies. Because at that time, the Beatles didn't need promotion with a sleeve because advanced copies were two million advanced orders. You could get it in a Target box for fourteen ninety nine. With a, pic- a shirt. With a shirt. <laughs> not anymore. No, not anymore. But you could. Yeah. Back in, I think, 2014 or so. Yeah. Or 2011. No, 2011. Sorry, yeah, Sorry 2011. Yeah. We should talk a little bit about uh, the UK. Right, releases. because it's there's interesting differences, and you would think that they would follow the American in the well, US. Well, for the most I part, mean, the they UK. Did. Well, not really. Except 76 when... EMI had a field day and just released 22 They singles. re-released everything again, and as we said, none of that had ever been out of print. Right. But they added... Um, really bad picture yeah, sleeves. Yeah, but, you know... The but green... Least, yeah, but at least they added something. They did, you I know... I guess. They, right, because picture sleeves were not, as we discussed in the single show, right. UK didn't have picture sleeves. No. So they put cheesy-looking green picture sleeves. Yeah. And the only couple that we really should talk about, because eight of them charted, I believe. Yeah, they Out did. of the 22, which is amazing. I'm sorry, six were on the charts. But they did put out a unique couple of them right. back in the USSR, backed with Twist and Shout. Well, we, we should say the first time yesterday is ever released. Well, that's, I was going to get yeah, to that. Yeah, isn't that wild? Yeah. yeah. And, right, and right. yesterday was never released in the UK. And they, but the weird B-side is I Should Have Known Better, Yeah, which like, is weird. But that num- went to number eight, and right. back in the USSR went to number 19. Right. So that was kind of cool. Yeah. Hey Jude but, was released, went to number 12. Yeah. Yeah, six of them charted at the same time in the chart. So, you know, there was a resurgence of Beatlemania in the UK at a time when, you know, Mark Lewis told us that 
after 74, no one gave a damn about solo Beatles. And, well, and, and you know, so all of a sudden now. There seems to be a cutoff point around there. Yeah. So now all of a sudden, you know, the UK gets a plethora of Beatles singles and they respond. Yeah. So, so it was uh, Get Back and Strawberry Fields and Help and Back in the USA. So there's actually seven. That, so. that charted? Yeah, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Okay, sorry. And back I in the USSR had what, what was the back beside? Uh, Twist and Shout. Twist and Shout. Yeah, uh, which is a, a... And that's... That would have been for rock and roll music. Right, but that right. that's the first time on a Beatles single that a non-Lennon-McCartney or Harrison song... Remember they always wanted the singles to be... Lennon McCartney or Harrison songs. So, so yeah. It took a long time to get So, you mean so it's the yeah, first Tristan time Shout. in the UK yes. that a cover song is on a yeah. Beatles single, right? Beatles because single, the yeah. EPs. Right. The EPs were different. The EPs were a different story. Yeah. That's a wow, that's cool. I, I, I never realized. I that. didn't know that. That's kinda wild. Yeah. Oh, and they no. charted pretty well considering <laughs> you could have bought these already. <laughs> you know, yeah, you, right. You could have bought right. the earlier Parlophone ones, you know, or whatever. Yeah, but these had sleeves. These, these had, had sleeves. As cheesy as they were, they were hard sleeves. Right. So they, you know. But other than that, I think that's, I think we've. In 82, in Great Britain, they decided to re release everything to match the 20th anniversary. So that was a little bit different. A matter of fact, Love Me Do, there was a 12 inch. I remember that, where it had yes. Andy White's version and Ringo's version. Yeah. And P.S. I Love You also. Was that the picture disc? Yeah, that was yeah a, the it was a picture no, there disc. Was. And yeah. each one of these had a, either a picture disc or they had new picture sleeves. Right. And there was a box set eventually, or I'm not sure when the box set came out, but the box set was available with the newer picture sleeves yeah. from 82, yeah. and they matched them for the releases. So it went from 82 to uh, 90, I guess. Well, those was. picture discs yeah. are pretty cool. Yeah, and then um, they, I have them on CD, and I also bought the EPs, and they I'm not sure if they did the EPs, but the pictures were nice. They were all appropriate pictures for the time of the music. Okay. Uh, except for Yellow Submarine. That makes them less silly, though, and somewhat less fun. Yeah. To well, that, but that, remember we were talking about that with the singles box set? Like oh, some yeah. of the pictures didn't match the year or something? Yeah. Uh, the only one that was really off was Yellow Submarine. They had a picture from 68, and of course it was a 66. Uh, well, they were doing the movie. Yes, yes, that's yeah. why. The miracle about this was is that in 1982, Love Me Do, which went to what? To number 17 originally? Yeah. It went to number five. <laughs> It, it topped its original. That's, that's a, really wild. That doesn't happen. Right. That's very It does cool. if you're the Beatles. Yeah. So. Or if you're Chubby Checker. Right. He, well, he, yeah, he did yeah, it with the twist a bunch of times. Went yeah, number one. people have done it. Where, yeah. But where, that's kind of cool because yeah. Love Me Do is not the greatest song. No, but it. it was, it's significant. The reissue and the, the, the 20th anniversary. And then, of course, the CDs come out that year, too. Well, that's, you know, why it went to number five. Well, in 87 for the 20th anniversary. It went to number five the second time because every member of Raymond Jones's family now bought went it. in the store and bought it. Yeah, so now they bought They were just trying Bonnie. to find Brian Epstein. Yeah, he wasn't Brian there. Epstein, yeah. <laughs> of course, they didn't release My Bonnie, but that's a... Yes. No. <laughs> Did we miss anything, Rob? Uh, no, the only... Um, it says here on my list, let me do one to number four. I also went to number five. I thought it was five also. Um, but the rest of the charting stuff... On the anniversary ones in Britain were, there was nothing major on them. I mean, weird. chart action wasn't that great, I should say. Well, because, you know, they've released live at the BBC too, but now vinyl, is, well, vinyl was dead at the time. Right, right. Now vinyl's come back to life. Right. But they released live at the BBC too, and they put out the Words of Love. They could have put out a 45 for that, even a yeah. promo, but they That's didn't. That's true. They didn't do anything on yeah, vinyl for that. Didn't. No. Well, um, no, they did. I have it. I'm sorry. It's a promo. 
Seven song promo vinyl 45. I have it. Seven Seven song songs. Vinyl 45. I have it. They did wow. a CD well, of it as mono, well. So and they also, the songs are all a minute, a minute and a half a piece. Funny. And they also did a CD sampler of the same thing. Right. This is a promo sampler of vinyl 45. I do have it. Live okay. at the BBC on air. All right. So that, that works. But that's a promo only. Yeah. But, but they so. didn't put out like Words of Love like they did with uh, Baby It's You. Yeah. Words of Love all minute 54 of it. It no, doesn't matter. It. I know, but still. They could have done a four-song EP from Live at the BBC, too. Yeah, true. They, they, they yeah, did true. it with the other one, so true. they didn't. Beatle, um, Beatle BBC medley. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. Anyway. So, that's all we But did. I was always amazed that the Brits would do the 20th anniversary, and we didn't. You know, well, it, we tried. We did. You know, we actually did. We did a, uh, in 1984. Well, we did the I Want to Hold Your Hand. Yeah, but, but they also did a campaign where the RIAA, the Recording Industry Association of America, certified all the singles again they put out these commemorative plaques oh, okay i mean they weren't like to us they put them out commemorative plaques it was kind of cool that so they did do something for the 20th anniversary and if you remember even the 10th anniversary they had like a styrofoam board of the solo beetle things and right you know so they did stuff but they just didn't do vinyl so anyway do we think there should have been a single for let it be naked <laughs> Yeah, the fly on the wall thing. Fly on the wall thing. And uh, then we could toss it over against no, the wall. No, you know, I don't know. I mean, that's that is an idea, but the, the Let It Be Naked was just such a weird that was such a weird concept. That was a Paul execution. Vanity project. It was a Paul Vanity project, and I think it just just didn't if you were gonna pull a single, then what would you have pulled? I may have pulled the Don't Let Me Down with the three part harmony. Yeah. See, that's what I would have done too, yeah. but if it had been the Paul's choice, what would they have pulled? Long and Winding Road or Let It Be, probably, as a single. Uh, which is why there was you know, no single. Right, yeah. right. Because they already did those two. It would just be naked. Exactly. exactly. Unless you do two of us. Right. Which right. could that also cool. be. But, yeah. But other than that, you're right. I personally lo love the Don't Let Me Down with the three-part harmony. I do, yeah. too. I think it's really and good. And there was never a, a single for Beatles of the Hollywood Bowl? You're wrong. In France, there was. Okay, I, yeah. I apologize. There was? Ticket to Ride. Yes, we talked about it. Ticket oh, to we Ride. Did. We did. I, I, did. I forgot about it. Yeah, there was, a, and it actually and had... And even the, had the cool sleeve. It had the sleeve of the, the, of the right. tickets. Right. Now but I that was done in 77. You know what? They could have done a really cool single for Live at the uh, Hollywood Bowl, because that was 1977. And the, Well, the funny thing you about... it, cool, just, just the screaming. <laughs> just like Side B two would just be this two minutes of screaming, no music. The thing I remember... For two minutes. Well, the thing I remember about Beatles of the Hollywood Bowl is that a lot of top 40 stations jumped on it, started playing off the bootleg first, and then it came out. And they were okay with playing a live track with all the screaming. So yeah, I, yeah. I was always surprised it wasn't. But that's, that's a great... You know what, Rob? You're right. Yeah. That should have been... I mean, they did everything else. They released singles from every other compilation album. Yeah. Why didn't they, they do it from about, Hollywood because Bowl? Because you always felt like Hollywood Bowl was a force. I, it always felt to me like Hollywood Bowl was a, hello, so Mr. Well, hello Mr. Martin, we've got a cash grab, and it wasn't a cash grab, it was a really cool project, but I think that as far as George Martin was concerned, because of the, you know, it sounded like a bunch of jet engines, I don't think that the Beatles themselves ever even remotely took that project seriously. I until think it was just kind of, Well, they originally sold, rejected, the yeah. member capital was going to put it out, yeah. and they rejected it. So well, the, in 64. Yeah, 64. So here it was 13 years later when yeah. hi-fi technology was so great and people were so into everything sounding perfect, and now they're going to put it out. 
So the Beatles must have been like, what the hell? Really? But it did really well. It did it did, great. It did yeah. well. And, and, and at the same time, the Star Club tape was coming out. So mm, right. you know, that was a part of the whole thing. And plus, the bootleg had come out, and it was a good-sounding bootleg because it was actually a, a properly recorded show. Yeah. It wasn't yeah. like you know some microphone in the balcony. But you could have put out a good single from yeah, the Hollywood right. Bowl. Oh, you're right. So, yeah. Any of the two songs. Yeah. You know, They probably would have done Twisted Shout again, but... But you could have put you out. You can't anything. do that. Would have been. Would have been. Sh- it's a short version. So minute. Yeah. 15 but that would have been a B side. Yeah. Right. So you do you do that? Yeah. So why? do you put out like things we said today back? But why would you that? can't do that? Have been a B side. I don't know. I think you can't. That would have been a smoking A side live. Yeah. Well, she's and then a back woman. with she's a woman. Back with she's a woman. Yeah. There you go. Well, see, they well, had a. She's yeah, a she's woman, a woman back as a B side. I feel fine. I feel fine. Yeah. So maybe they do things we said today because yeah. that wasn't until you know later on with the SEMA singles. But that would have been cool. And I, you know what? I'm writing to them now and saying, why didn't you do this yeah. 50 years you ago, big you idiots? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> 43 years ago, why didn't you do this? Yeah. No, I mean, that, that's a good question, though. Flashback but, to 43 years ago. Hey, Mitch, I got a new single from the Hollywood Bowl album. So really? Where were you? In France. <laughs> <laughs> Went from I France. Was in France. <laughs> France. Uh-huh. And, and one more thing. <laughs> uh, uh, in the Beatles' 20 greatest hits, which is... 82. 82. I remember laughing at that because, why? I already have all those songs 14 times. Then, of course, Beatles 1 comes out. It's the biggest selling album of their career. Nope. Um, but on that reversion, for those who collect you know, yes. singles, Hey Jude is only 545. Yeah, but that's not a single. I, that's I know. Album. I'm just saying that it was cut down from the single. So, uh, just, Yes, it was, you know. but not in Britain. It wasn't? No, I think in Britain they actually left off a Let's couple Let's save this of for like an eight-minute show that we'll do a few, <laughs> a few years. Sorry. Okay. All right, of so course, think, there was nothing from Love, but... But you know what was kind of cool for Love? The invitation for the actual show, when yeah. you first... The opening show came in a picture sleeve of vinyl 45, not a 45 per se, but it was a picture of a vinyl 45 that had the invitation on it. Yeah. So there you go. So anybody cool. who has that, kudos to you. Okay, well, anyway. the anthologies had... Two of the three had singles, so why not? Now with the uh, record store day being so popular and vinyl being so popular again, yep. who knows what the future holds for yeah. Beatle, post-Beatle yeah. breakup yeah. singles. And they can do a nice limited edition. Absolutely. And we're dancing around. I wouldn't mind Happy. it. So. so that pretty much wraps up our show on the Beatles post-breakup singles. Uh, we hope you enjoyed Next it. Next week, we'll do the Kellogg's uh, breakup <laughs> singles. And you get it, people Sorry. post. That was a... Kellogg's. Yeah, yeah, thank we'll you. We'll do the monkeys. Kellogg's. Best for you. K-E-L-L-O-W-G. Best for you. Anyway, I have been your moderator, Mitch Axelrod, and hope you enjoyed this show. Hope you learned a lot, and hope you were entertained. And joining me to entertain you were... Rob Leonard. And... Tony Chiguardo. And we will see you real soon. Fab Four Free For All was edited and produced by Tony Chiguardo at Word of Mouth Studios in Westbury, New York. The opening and closing theme is My Dolly by the band The Badge, featuring longtime listener Jeff Slate, available on its debut album Digital Retro and recent Best Of compilation, as well as from the Fab Four Free For All website. Thanks for listening to Fab Four Free For All. <laughs>